Superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome back to Little House of the Dragon, a House of the Dragon review show here on the uh, Putting On Airs Network, as it were, a sister show to Putting On Airs, because this is my sister, Kirby Askew, Lady Kirby Askew, first of her name. I, of course, am Lord Corey Ryan Forrester, first of his name. And by the way, if you're not watching the video of this, winter is coming. I'm freezing. Is it not? <laughs> so cold. Yeah, I mean, you you didn't say anything to me yesterday. Of like, hey, are we still going to shoot outside? So well, I, was I like, know. Hey, yeah, well, why not? I mean, I just like forgot how cold it is in the mornings. It's the wind. Yeah, My ears it is are, the wind. But like, I'm 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 happy to be outside. It's like refreshing to be outside. So yeah. So episode six was a banger. Before we get into breaking down scene by scene, we have a very special guest this week that's going to do our lightning round. So without further ado. Take it away. Howdy, y'all. My name is Dracar Noir. I'm a dragon native to Northwesteros, Georgia. I get my name from my uncle's favorite cologne that he used to wear. And I'd like to thank Lady Kirby and Lord Corey for letting me do this here lightning round recap of episode six. So without further ado, here we go. All right, so the show opens up and she, way is she pregnant? She's grunting, she's growling, she sounds like somebody's flooding the engine on a Hemi, you know what I'm saying? So she does all that, she gives birth, then she kind of farts out the afterbirth, and then wouldn't you know it, the dadgum queen is just like, hey, bring that baby in here real quick. So the prince and the princess do sort of a walk of shame through the halls, like, hey, how you doing? What's going on? Yeah, baby, just had it. It was in there, now it's out here. I'm just doing the, no, yeah, no, queen won't see me. I know, not really the time, I'd think, but, you know, she's the, uh, she leads by divine right and all. You know how it goes. So I talk to the queen. She's like, girl, you should be resting. And she's like, yeah, no sh-. They named the baby Joffrey, which I personally think is a bad call. Harwin, a.k.a. the baby daddy, meets the baby. Them little youngins who, uh, if I'd acted like them, I would have been slapped. They go down the dragon pits and they pull a prank on this little boy, give him a pig. Yada, yada, yada. Uh, Allison walks in and Prince Aegon is, how shall I put this? 
going to town on himself. I mean, he just had his wiener whipped out in front of God and everybody, y'all. So she's like, listen, you're going to have to challenge the throne. He's like, I don't want to challenge the throne. She's like, your mere existence means that you are a challenge to the throne. I don't know what you don't understand about this, you little idiot. You know what? Why don't you just go ahead and pull your pecker out and stare out that window? You seem to be good at that. Lena and Damon get offered a pretty sweet spot in Pentos, and Damon's kind of like, yeah, that sounds pretty good. And Lena's like, uh, no, I want to be back at home. Aegon's in a play fight. He starts talking trash. Next thing you know, Kristen Cole talks some more trash. Harwin comes down there and gives him what we like to call the what fur. The Hand of the King, Lionel's upset about this because he thinks that it's disgraced everybody, so he's going to have to run off, go back to Heron Hall, tail tucked between his legs. The Princess and Laenor have a pretty big fight because he's out swashbuckling and is like, hey, I'd like to do a lot more swashbuckling if that's cool with you. And she's like, you know what? No, you got to stay here. I'm the queen. That's all there is to it. Okay? The council meets. They propose another marriage with cousins so that hopefully everybody will be satisfied. Saris is like, please, for the love of God, can we get along, y'all? Lionel tries to resign, but the king is like, don't you quit on me. Laris goes, and uh, he's being a bit of a prick, and he cuts the tongue off all these prisoners just to be like, hey, I'll, I can do that. Lena's in labor, and it's not going well, y'all, and it looks like we're about to lose the baby. She starts screaming. She's having it doggy style. Damon's like, oh, my God, can we save my lady? And they're like, I don't know about that. Then she goes down to the beach, and she has her dragon breathe on her to death. Yada, yada, yada. Renera tells Lenor, like, you know what? We got to get out of here. We got to go to Dragonstone. Everybody's running down my name. They're talking a bunch of trash. I can't deal with it. Screw this. Let's go back over there, all right? And you know what? Take your boy. Take Carl. Totally cool. Viserys is brokenhearted. Allison's upset about this whole thing. And Laris comes back and he's like, uh, oh, I did something for you. And that thing that he did, by the way, was he burnt down Hall with the king's hand and Harwin inside it. The baby daddy's gone. The baby daddy's dead. I gotta tell you, I don't think Laris is a good person. Then a rat crawls on the mantle. And that's lightning round of the show. Y'all break it down better than I do, so get to it, Lord Corey and Lady Kirby. So episode six called the... Princess and the Queen. Princess and the Queen. Mm-hmm. We open up. First thing, of course, everybody's going to notice is that we have completely recasted. And mm-hmm. we have brand new actors and actresses. or Well, just actors. I think they all prefer to be just called actors. Mm-hmm. It's dumb that there's a female, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. equivalent. Like, you, if a, if a woman was a mechanic, you wouldn't call her a mechanicress, well, I guess. Well, yeah, but I'm glad that there's an actress um, section just because if there wasn't, then Oscars. women would never win Oscars because yeah. of all the old white men would just give it to, you know— the Leonardo DiCaprio's of the lot. Well, I mean, to be fair to Leo, he's only won one. I know, but you know what I'm yes, saying. Yes, I do, I do know what you're saying. We have recasted and we open up with one of the, I'm going to call it, squishiest birth scenes um, <laughs> that we've ever seen. I loved it. I know. I thought it was great. Uh, I'm certain that there's been more realistic birth scenes in like some avant-garde movies, but it was, you know, they went there. They really, mm-hmm. really went for it. It was squishy. She was in a lot of pain. It, it was so realistic. 
It was very realistic as a, oh, and you're saying that as someone who has given birth. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I was going to say, I thought it was realistic, but I've never actually been I, a part of one. Just the sound of, like, normally there's not sound effects like that. And there yeah. were straight up sound effects. I also appreciated that, like, there was the moment of, oh, I have to deliver the afterbirth because that's a real right. thing. And right. they never show that in movies. And that's a real thing that women have to do. So hey. that, I thought that was cool. And that was also arguably the squishiest part of it. Yeah, it was pretty squishy. I wanted to ask you, because again, I've never been a part of giving birth, but would it be, would it have been more realistic had she been, should, shouldn't she have farted a little bit? <laughs> like, shouldn't she have been farting? That might have been the one thing that wasn't realistic. <laughs> so that's true. That's real. If you fart, you have to fart. Like, I can't pee you, without well, farting. You, you poop. Yeah, sure. poop and fart and all that, which, you know, that could have been what the squishing yeah, was. Yeah, but I'm glad. But I'm, the only thing I'm, I'm glad they left that out just because there should not be any giggles during this scene. And That's, there could have been a giggle. You can't fart in this show. No, you can't fart in this show. No. So she gives birth, and then immediately the queen's, not hand, but the one of the queen's, you know, handlers or whatever mm-hmm. comes in and is like, the Lady Allison would like to see the baby at once. And I guess to be fair to Allison a little bit, they didn't say, hey, the queen wants you to drag your... That's true. That's true. But it's still a little like, wait, 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 hold on just a second. Like, a newborn baby kind of has to... Which, by the way, the baby was, you know, it obviously not a direct newborn baby, but it was a pretty recently born and baby that's that always use. something that cracks me up in these like shows and movies it's like are women just in the hospital like hey is there any movies going on no, you want my baby that's what i was gonna ask because like this baby was clearly hadn't been born that long it ago it was at least just a week or two old or something right so yeah. like i guess that casting process is like they find a woman who is about to give birth and be like hey by the way can we mm-hmm. use your we'll pay your hospital bills or yeah, whatever yeah like we need your baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I always thought that was just strange. It, it is strange. But yeah. like a lot of times in movies, they have what is clearly a year old infant I know. or something, but I know. It, which kind of makes a little bit more sense. Yeah, but this, like, is, eh, this is a newborn. This is a, this is a newborn baby. We, we do something that I, I haven't seen done in game of Thrones since the battle of the bastards, which was a very, oh. uh, uh, cinematic one shot. I don't know if you noticed that, but the whole, the giving birth, walking up to Allison till they get to Allison, there's no camera cuts. If they did have a camera cut, then it was brilliantly hidden. Yeah. Which means that like, and I'm speaking from a little bit of experience here, someone who has shot scenes for things. Now, granted, we're not, you know, Shakespearean trained actors mm-hmm. like that of Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. but like. Doing a full five, six, seven minute scene without breaking yeah. is insane, especially when there's as much going on as someone's giving birth, you're having to walk upstairs, there's a myriad of people that you're having to interact with, and then they do it sort of Aaron Sorkin walk and talk style. Really impressive that like at any point, if you mess up, mm-hmm. we got to do this all over again. Yeah. One of my things that I thought was there's just been so many people that have been like, no, we love the young Rhaenyra. We love the young Rhaenyra. And obviously, like, she was amazing, the young Rhaenyra. But the actor that plays Rhaenyra now, they've done an amazing job. Oh, yeah. I mean, I thought it was a wonderful way 
to let's do this big scene and where you get to know both of them immediately. You get to see their relationship. Mm-hmm. We're going to do it in a, in a no cut scene where you can tell, yes, they aren't in love with each other, mm-hmm. but they clearly have a bare minimum a friendship. Uh-huh. You know, uh-huh. like they're there for each other. It's not like. It's not like uh, Cersei and Robert where it's like we had a political arrangement and we also hate each other. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like they seem to be like, I'm on your team. Mm-hmm, it was funny man. when he came in and he's like, was it quite painful? I know. He's like, <laughs> I took a lance to the shoulder once. And she goes, my deepest sympathies. Like I well, love well, that. Bro, and, okay. In modern day, like I, if I was, if Amber was to give birth and I was to say something like, yeah, I broke my tailbone once. So. But a lance through the shoulder, I mean, that's got to be pretty painful. Do you think painful. that he was just trying to make light and he knew that that was a joke? Like he Probably. I think so, too. I think he knew, like, I want to make a little joke because this is such a deep, dark moment. Like, we're having to walk to the queen. Like, yeah. I just I want to get a little bit of a smile out of you because, no, romantically, I don't love you. But, yeah, a little levity here. But I love you. Yeah, a little levity here. Mm-hmm. So they get up, they see Allison, and mm-hmm. Allison is at least feigning surprise at like, oh my God, I can't believe that you... You should be resting your no, neighbors. No, my dear, I know that mm-hmm. I wanted to bring forth the baby immediately, but you should be resting. And your nether regions must be aflame. Yes, and that's the first scene that we see grown-up Allison. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, wow. Great casting job. God, great casting. Yeah. Great casting. Great, absolutely wonderful casting job. And... We get in there, and she makes the uh, offhand remark to Lenore. She's like, don't worry, dear. Try again, and you'll have one that looks like you. So that's our first, like, oh, okay. So it's like they're having kids that it's a, it's a mm-hmm. uh, this is not Robert's kids situation again, mm-hmm. except for not born of incest. Mm-hmm. But clearly we all know that she has a lover, and we're all but, I mean, we're saying it out loud. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what she means by mm-hmm. that. Yeah. So he's not fooled by any of this well, like Robert was with Jamie's kids. And this just shows how strong Harwin Strong Seed is that three kids, none of them have white hair. Right. Well, Viserys and Allison, she's not a Targaryen, but her kids have the Targaryen hair. Right. So what are the odds that not one of the three have white hair? No, I agree. And, and with that, too, like... At I, least I, just a dirty blonde. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> I, under, I understand that he's biracial so it would make sense that it's like well their kid's not going to come out like you know i don't know any other to say this but like very dark yeah but like is nobody confused yeah. as to that it's just a white kid mm-hmm. you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying yeah yeah so no, well the thing is is there's a lot of people not confused they're just yeah not right saying they're anything. just not saying any mm-hmm. anything out loud mm-hmm. because as viserys says to yeah. alicent later she's like he's like the consequences of such allegations that you're toying with would be dire. Close mm-hmm. your mouth at once, wench. Mm-hmm. So wh- yep. what else happens up there when Allison's talking to him? Basically, that's the whole spiel. Like, you know, it's obvious that she knows that the baby is, you know, not Lenore's. And she didn't even need to see the baby to know. Right. She knows they don't sleep together. Right. No baby that Rhaenyra has is Lenore's. And he was like, in the last episode we saw, he was pretty, I mean... To use the only phrase coming to my mind, pretty gay out loud. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, like golf, they, for they, sure. all, they all, they all, <laughs> gay out loud is gall. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. But like yeah. I'm saying, like everybody knew he was in love with the Joffrey feller. Yeah. And like, yeah. you know, it's not like they're not doing a great job that of covering up. Me. One thing that happened in that scene oh, yeah. is that Allison's like, what's the baby's name? And 
Lainor cuts Rhaenyra Joffrey. off. He's like, just names it Joffrey, It'll be Joffrey. Which I mean, I thought was just bold. Like, you know, like let's let's talk a little bit. Like, and, yeah, and she's like. She's like, uh, that, that's not a Valerian name. Yeah. And he's like, well, I just wanted to be named Joffrey. And she's like, shouldn't I have a say? And he's like, well, it's just as much my kid too. And she's like, well, yeah. you didn't carry yeah. it, you know? Yeah. I don't want it to be obvious that I'm gall yeah. because <laughs> right. I'm naming this baby after my lover, lover that right. was killed right. I mean, by Sir Kristen. So, but you know, whatever. Like it's not even right. Laenor from, deserves to have something. I know. I a hundred percent agree. And, mm-hmm. but. From her perspective, and she didn't even bring up what you just said, but like, if anyone didn't know that this marriage was a sham marriage because mm-hmm. he's gay, it's like, I'm pretty sure naming the kid after someone who was famously murdered mm-hmm. by a knight of the King's Guard is going to make some mm-hmm. people go, Wait a tick. Yeah. It's not the fella that always had choice. Yeah, and it, and it has no is or a in it. Right, exactly. You know? It should be Joffrey's. It's also Joffrey on. It's also another thing I think bold of the show to like introduce yet another character named Joffrey mm-hmm. that we're supposed to mm-hmm. just accept and not think. Oh, is this kid going to grow up to be a little demon? Well, or yeah, or, demon, or is this just a bad omen? Like we're just right. showing that because I mean we in, get introduced to Joffrey, he gets killed. You know, last episode, like. Is this a bad omen that this baby's name is Joffrey? Exactly. And we also doesn't need to go to any weddings. We also see that they have several other kids that Yes. Know, basically this episode was kind of like another pilot. Like we're having to give it a lot of exposition here mm-hmm. to let you know because ten years have passed. Mm-hmm. We're having to catch you up, but catch you up really quick. And I think they did a great job mm-hmm. of that. We see Sir Harwin come in Made just baby. Yeah, just to meet his baby and be very obvious about it. Yeah, but it's just in, he's in the private chambers with her and Lainor. They all have an understanding, so they can be comfortable. That's true. So so sweet. And this is when we find out that him and Rhaenyra have been having a fling. Does does Harwin kind of remind you of Rip from Yellowstone? Yeah, he does. He looks a lot like him. Oh, one more reason to add him to the daddy list. (laughs) He looks a lot (laughs) like him, but he also has like that same type of energy. Like that, like manly. Right, just I'm the man. I ride horses. I'm going to chop some wood. I'm going to chop some wood. Mm -hmm. I'm going to protect you, and I'm going to probably beat somebody up later uh, who tries to sully this is your just making honor. my heart more broken. I know. Sully, your honor. Sully, your honor. Yeah, is that not how I'd say it? So, after this, what happens? I don't remember. After that, Allison and Rhaenyra's kids are in the dragon pit. Oh, yeah, they sit because the, the little yes. son comes in and is like, can I hold my baby brother? Yeah, and, and then Lainor's like, no. like, no, go to the dragon pit. Off to the dragon pit yes. with you. Be a real boy. Yeah, so they're in the dragon pit. Vermax. Vermax that's is the dragon. That's the dragon, the smaller dragon that comes out and you know burns the goat alive. Which we <laughs> talked about. Why couldn't they just kill the goat and yeah. then let him burn it? Like they're like, no, he likes it when it's alive first. Yeah, it's for him. <laughs> he wants to kill it. It's the hunt. So Aemon, who is the youngest of the king's son. Uh, sons. By the way, great. We've got so many more names to remember. I know, right? So yeah. many more. We just got good at this. Yeah, the king's sons are Aegon and Aemon. Aemon's the younger one. He doesn't have a dragon yet, even though Aegon and 
Rhaenyra's kids do. Because dragons were scarce. Yes. Wasn't a whole lot of and dragons. I, and I still am not clear about the, like, who gets to have a dragon. I'm just, is it like, oh, well, y'all all get eggs and some of them hatch, and, and some of them don't? Other, right, exactly. Yeah, like, because Allison ends up saying to Viserys, like, I'm surprised Rhaenyra's kids' eggs hatch. Like, they're not worthy of them hatching. Right, and that's really what they believe. It's, yes. It's not like a chance. It's like, okay. if you're, if, yeah. I mean, I think from that, it's like, that's, I think that's true. Because that's how they do with everything. I mean, like, you know, the, uh. Um, George R. R. Martin, if you're listening, let us know. Yeah, holler at us. But like, you know, like, trial by combat. Combat. They let the gods decide mm-hmm. all these things, yeah. so I don't see why that would be any different. Yeah, Aegon and Rhaenyra's kids are like, okay, um, Aemon, we found a dragon for you. Yeah, got you, bro. Got you, bro. And Aemon, you know, he could tell he's like, okay. Oh, sweet. Well, all of a sudden, this pig comes out. <laughs> Poor pig. Out of the dragon pit with wings, and they call it Pink the Dread. Yeah, Pink, it? Pink the Dread. Pink the Dread. Yeah. It's just sad. No, behold the pink dread yeah, is what they say. The and it's so sad. And then we cut. My God bless. Well, having so, a pet pig wouldn't not. No. Well, all, they all leave except Eamon. And Eamon's like, you know what? I'm just going to go down in the dragon pit. Yeah. For some reason. So he goes down in there. Vermax blows his fire. It doesn't get Eamon, but, no, but it, it scares gets cl- him. I mean, it, it's close. When he ducks down, you can see the yes, like flame and stuff. Yeah. Cut to that. Allison is talking to Helena, her daughter, mm. who's a bug girl. Vibes. A bug girl? Yeah, she collects Oh, she bugs. collects bugs. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, she yeah, yeah, she's like a horse girl, but I, with bugs. Yes, okay. Because we're talking about a show uh, that probably has centaurs in it, I thought you meant like how they, like oh, how Rhaenyra's yeah. the dragon. It's like, she's like, I am yeah, the bug. Like, I just love seeing a girl yeah. that has like an interest besides just wanting a boyfriend. So I was like, oh, yeah, cool. Like she's got her centipede gross. and all this. Yeah, yeah, yeah she's a bug She's girl. vibing. And Allison's trying to be like attentive, you know, and listening to her and you stuff. You playing with your bugs, love. Yeah. And so they're having this little conversation. So then Eamon busts up in there, and he's all upset. And they gave me a pig, mommy. Yeah, he's all he's all dirty. It's obvious he's been in the dragon pit, just you know, corruffing in there. Corruffing <laughs> in the dragon pit. Yeah. And so Allison's like, "Oh my gosh, when are you going to let this go?" And he's like, "Mother, they gave me a pig." <laughs> and so she's like, "Oh my gosh." Cut to she's like, "All right, you know what?" I'm going to actually, no, before she walks in on Aegon, I'm sorry. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> before that, the, I, we were going to, I wanted to say this to you earlier. When she is saying you will get a dragon basically before too long, Helena is looking at her bugs and she says he'll have to close an eye. And this is not a what do they mean by that? If you look at the trailer for the show. So this is not a spoiler if it's in the trailer. Of course. If you look at the trailer in the show, eventually Eamon has a patch on his eye. Oh, yeah. So there's going to be a situation that was foreshadowing. That, but why would she say that? I don't know. Maybe she just knows. Like, is she a witch? I don't know. I hope so. Because that is... Actually, I don't hope so, because that means that her fate isn't good. <laughs> That'll <laughs> so just you burn like, her. You, you like Allison? No, I'm talking about... No, Helena said Helena that. The daughter said, said that. Yeah, okay. Helena, yeah, no, yeah. I don't like Allison. You're, no, the daughter said it. 
Yeah, I went from like Allison mm-hmm. is like, oh, she was in a bad situation, whatever, to now I'm just like, no, nah, you got way more control than you think. You're not yeah. a victim. You suck. Yeah. Well, after that. Um, oh, we didn't talk about Viserys meeting his kid, and we see that he only has half an arm. This is right after that, so I was about to say. Uh, right after that, Allison's like busts up in, you know, her in the king's chambers, and she's just like, she tells the king to have one child like that is. You know, ridiculous. Wh- whatever, but to have yeah. three is a complete like insult. It's an anomaly. Yeah, and he's yeah. just like, I once had a raven-haired mare. Yeah, and it's gone and with it a got, silver hair. And it mare. got with a silver hair, and it ended up being chestnut. <laughs> you know, and Allison's just like, did you watch them do it? Like, you don't know if that's the dad yeah. or not. Let me tell you this horse story. I don't know if the, it's like part of me was like. Does Viserys actually kind of think there's a chance, or is he just literally the most accepting, loving father? He just wants Rhaenyra to be happy, like. Well, and, and he, by the way, he doesn't have an arm. He's missing an arm. Yeah, missing two, an arm. Two things can be true, I guess. Like he's just, you know, uh, in, he's just in denial, like knowing denial or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or he just needs to believe yeah, it so much. Yeah. But you can, I mean, he's shushing her away. Like, listen, yeah, listen. Things are pretty good right now. Yeah, I'm a fan let, of how things are going. Let me build my Legos with my one arm. <laughs> let my child just be happy. And, you know, Allison, like, all you've got to do is sit around and eat cheese and grapes, but you just got to make a, a kerfuffle of things. A kerfuffle of so, cut to she leaves there and she's just like <laughs> so mad. And Sir Kristen, you know, he's the King's Guard, so he's just always in the corner. Yeah. You know, they start walking and there's some spider red reference about how Rhaenyra is a spider and then Sir Kristen just not knowing his place just calls her a spoiled see you next Tuesday Allison looks at him because it's funny she thinks that but she knows hey that's a princess and you're and she's technically my family like you're not supposed to call her that yeah like you're just a you're just a lowly f boy Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. and dude what a what a heel turn for Sir Kristen. I can't. I we talked about it last week. It just cracks me up how a man can think that a woman can sleep with him and that she owes him marriage, love, her whole life, everything, just because she slept with him once. Like she doesn't owe you anything. I could go. I, I could I, go on I a saw whole, a meme, uh, whole thing about I it. I saw a meme that we might talk about in the Reddit keep, uh, but it makes more sense here. And it was basically showing that everything that happened to Sir Kristen also happened to Gendry Baratheon, except for Gendry Baratheon was just like, okay, well, I can't own you. So Yeah, he was like, go off, queen. Yeah, you know, whatever. You-, you know, if you don't want to marry me, it's fine. I'll just go back and make me helmet. God, we stand a respectful I love Gendry. Man. There were so many people that they were like, oh, Gendry was pointless. Mm-hmm. I was like, Gendry was just a light of pureness in a horribly dark world. I'm mm-hmm. sorry that he wasn't a butthead and more interesting. He was yeah. sweet. He was sweet. I, I, he was very sweet. Well, after that scene... <sighs> Allison, and, and <laughs> I don't want to go into complete detail. Go ahead. Allison walks in. Uh, Egon is in the window and just having a little fireman time. Let's uh, let's use, we can use um, Tyrion's vernacular. He was, uh, he was making the bald man cry. Yes, it's very awkward. There's, you <laughs> see his face. Well, she just walks in and is basically like, hey, which I just thought was crazy because any kind of startle, he could just fall, fall out of that window. Yeah. Which, by the way, I don't know if you noticed, that window is the same window that Tom and 
committed suicide. I will, because I'm an idiot, I didn't notice, but you immediately... Well, that's not t- dumb. I just saw it online. Well, I, I should have known because they framed it the same way, yeah. too. But, like, you told me that, and I was like, oh, that's mm-hmm. wonderful. That mm-hmm. is the same one that poor little yeah. Tomlin... So, Egon, you can tell, like, he's not power hungry. He's just kind of an... Kind of a butthole kid. Yeah, he's a butthole kid. Yeah, like he's just kind of a main kid, but he's not like, oh, I just want to be on the throne. He's just wanting to be a teenager. He's not evil Joffrey. I can do anything. He's just spoiled. I've had everything handed to me. Exactly. He's not like killing animals Mm -hmm. and yeah. She she basically says like, you need to get ready to be on the throne. And he's like, you know, Rhaenyra is, you know, the heir and she's just like, you know, the whole kingdom knows that you're the firstborn. You're supposed to be. And he's like basically saying, I'm not, I don't want to challenge her. And she, and she goes, said, you are the challenge. Yes. You are the challenge which, simply for existing, my dear boy. How you're almost a man grown. How can you not see it? How can you be so blind to your destiny? Yeah, that. Yeah. And, uh, which good. She has a point. She does have a point. It's like, listen, even if you're just like, don't worry about it, I ain't going to do nothing. Like, she could still very much just chop your head off. That way you uh-huh. couldn't even get any ideas. Mm-hmm. So we have this intense moment. Cut to Damon and Lena are in Pentos, and they're on their dragons just doing when a little show. you hear Pentos, show. do you get hungry? Yeah, Pinto beans. Because I think of Pinto beans. I had Pinto I, beans in my soup last night. Every time I hear Pentos, I'm like, I miss Granny. Oh, no, God. Pintos and an onion and, and some smelly cabbage. Oh, and some cornbread. It smelled God. like a fart in her house. It smelled like the best fart in the world. The best fart. Love you, Granny. Miss your yeah, farts. Yeah, I love you, boo. So they're in Pintos. And uh, Lena and Damon are, you know, they're married. Lena is Renice and Corliss's daughter. Mm-hmm. You know, they have their kind of little bit of a moment at the wedding in was last episode. Was the sea snake episode. even in this episode? No. Neither, next week he will be there. Yes, and neither was Otto in this episode. No, because he was banished. Yeah, no, I know. But, you know, they could have showed a scene of him being banished. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, um, so they're kind of just doing their own little, like, horse and pony act mm-hmm. uh, for the people of Pentos. Like, let me show you how cool my dragons are, like, blah, blah, blah. Well, Lena says, you know, Dracarys, and Damon just flies through the flames. Yeah. Yeah. Because I guess a dragon can't be... I'm so fire. confused by that. Well, Me too, because it's like, are they part dragon? Well, we end up finding out that some of them can be burned, off. Yeah, obviously. of course. So uh, the, the second Viserys. And somebody else in the show. Oh, right. Yes. 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 Uh, but yeah, no, the second Viserys really wasn't a flame. It was just, it was a hot, it was a metal. Yeah, but so hot I, couldn't hurt Daenerys. Yeah, no. But I, I did see a online for a king. that the reason that uh, Daenerys was able to walk through the fire was because she had witch magic from, oh, right. you know, the whole... Um, the lady. The lady did the... So there's, I've seen where people think, that's really what it is because okay. there's no mention in the books that that, that Targaryens are fireproof. Okay, but before the witch did all that stuff, there's the scene where she grabs a dragon egg. Yes, they and it say she, they're kind of fire resistant, kind yeah, of flame retardant. Yes, yes, that happens. They're just showing off their skills. Like, here's my dragon buddies. We're flying. Cool. Then we get to dinner. We're in Pentos, and the prince Reggio. Re- 
Reggio. Parmigiano Reggio. Yeah. He offers Damon's family permanent residence in Pintos. He's like, you know, you have a castle. Servants. You can be lord and lady. Like, you can just vibe, live, like, just be cool. We just want your dragons, and we just want the world to know y'all are here because that makes us safer. I would have taken that deal in a heartbeat. Of course. A and so, Lena, who it's obvious that she, when she speaks up first, it's obvious that her and Damon have a very... They see each other equally right. because a lot of other relationships, the woman couldn't just speak up like no, that. No, they, they would. Damon would just when be I like, say this relationships in that time, I, yeah, I, right. I'd say hopefully nowadays they can speak up a well, little better. I mean, maybe. we both know that in some they cannot. In some, but in it, an ideal relationship, yes. yes but back yes. then, it was just that was the culture. Yeah. So she speaks up, and it was like you know. Uh, no, I don't think so. Blah, blah, blah. And Damon grabs her hand and looks at him and he was like, we'll entertain the offer. Well, Lena, it upset her. Yeah. And they show that by her letting go. Letting go of his hand. I love it in shows when they show don't tell Mm -hmm. because it was perfect. There was no line of dialogue. It was just like, that don't matter for me. She felt betrayed by that. And then we cut to Damon and her have a conversation and she's saying, like, Damon, you're better than this. Like, we're not just going to, like, lay up all, you know, easy peasy and pentos. Like, I want to go back to Driftmark. I want to have my baby in Driftmark. Like, we're not supposed to be here. And Damon's like, can't we just, like, for once, just, like, be rich and just, just vibe. And, and vibe and be rich and not have to worry about just all the politics? And he has a good point. Oh, like, I, again, I, I would I don't, he's like, he's like, I don't want to play the game of thrones yeah right i just want to live why why like yeah like it's refreshing to have a character just say that finally right that's like listen that that all sounds great but like we could have an equally rich life Mm -hmm. and not have to worry about all the politics and stuff of it and she's like you know uh uh-uh no 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 this is not the day when i married i want to go back to drift mark and when i die i want to die a dragon rider's death, which, by the way, she is very obviously full-term pregnant. Foreshadowing. And, you know, pregnancy is a very <laughs> scary thing in the Game of Thrones universe. Mm, for sure. So, he puts his hands on her belly, and it's kind of like a little bit of a moment. And then we cut to the princes. We got Viserys' kids and Rhaenyra's kids. They're practicing. They're they're not. Yeah. They're not. And... <laughs> They're not. And Sir Kristen Cole's training them, and he's just being a butthole. You can tell. I mean, he sucks, dude. Yeah, he's obviously likes Viserys' kids more than Rhaenyra's. He hates Rhaenyra's. Yeah. And, they uh, should have been mine. Yeah. And so Sir Kristen Cole tells Aegon to um, basically be relentless in your, in your fight with, um, I think it was Jaceris, Jace. Um, he's like, go for it. Like, basically beat him up. Well, Sir Harwin's out there, and he's doing this because he's wanting to make Sir Harwin mad. Of course. Well, Sir Harwin's like, stop. Like, don't do that anymore. Like, stop. I mean, that is... <laughs> you good? I farted. Yeah, you did. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> I tried to just squeak one out. <laughs> it didn't work. It was pretty deep. Yeah. So, Sir Harwin... Chris, Sir Kristen Cole's doing this to make Harwin Strong mad. It's obvious he's wanting to get a rise out of him. And um, he's, Harwin's like, hey, stop. Like, stop, stop, stop. Eventually, in this moment, I can't remember what Sir Kristen's... Oh, Sir Kristen said, 
basically, you're acting like only person that would get mad like this is if this was a brother cousin, or cousin or if, if this was their son. So that sets Harwin Strong off, and he just absolutely beats the crap out of and, and out it, of Kristen Cole. And, and they shoot it the same way that they shoot Kristen Cole mm-hmm. beating up Joffrey. Yeah. And there for a second, mm-hmm. I was like, do it. And it was so obvious that Kristen Cole wanted that. He wasn't fighting yeah, back. Yeah, right, right. Because yeah. when he gets up, he, he spits, and he's just like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so I thought. That was on purpose, obviously, and he's just like, just as I thought, or something like yeah. that. And we, See, now everyone knows, yeah. and everybody's like, "We already knew you didn't have to yeah. do that." We're and just- then we we cut to Lionel, the, the hand of the king, which I forgot that he was Harwin Strong's dad. Me too. I had totally forgotten that. Yeah. So we cut to him having a conversation with um, Harwin. He's like, "You disgraced this, you know, family." And Harwin makes a great point. He was like, "Literally, the." future heir to the throne because it's Rhaenyra's son and that's the line of secession was being attacked right and like i did something about it i did it. the right thing and yes i attacked a king's guard but, but i'm the but lord last, commander i'm the lord commander of the city watch and we had last episode the head of the king's guard sir Kristen cole beat a man to death right and literally there was well there no trial well we don't know that there was a trial there might have been some punishment, but he still Maybe. obviously got to be right. It wasn't have one of the biggest honors I mean, in the it, realm, it being was, on the king's guard. He knew that it was so much of a crime mm-hmm. that he almost sepakoed himself, mm-hmm. and Allison stopped him. So, like, if there wasn't a trial, then it was mm-hmm. it was it would have been yeah. And which you know, Lionel is just trying to be as honorable as possible he's like i don't want no one to say there's nepotism going on right. i know i am the hand of the king but you've disgraced like you need to go to heron hall because i didn't realize that lionel is the lord of heron hall yeah right and he's like you need to go to heron hall like we both do like i need to quit you yeah, know we gotta get we're gonna there. go to heron hall like we just need to like chill let this kind of just play itself out right after that lanor busts up in the princess's chambers just drunk with his boyfriend yeah they're like when they're when they're in the hall you can hear him doing what is basically like a, a sailor song yeah or european like soccer chant mm-hmm. or football mm-hmm. to all our european fans well listen. i say sailor song because he busts up in there and tells uh Rhaenyra that like he just wants to go back to war yeah. and just do he's bored He's bored, and he's just wanting to go back on the sea. It was very much like in The Crown when Prince Philip comes back, and he's been drunk with all his buddies, mm-hmm. and he tells Elizabeth that he misses the sea and stuff. Yes, It was yeah. very much that, like, I'm a soldier. This is what I yeah, do. Yeah, that's really exactly how it was. Yeah. So he's telling her this. Rhaenyra's like, you know, I've let you just have a good life. Yeah. Like, I've never begrudged you when it came to you just having all these boyfriends, lovers, and, like, I just need you to not do this. Like, this is not the time for it. Like, no. And so he just keeps going on and he's drunk. And she finally says, okay, I guess I'm going to have to play the princess card. I command you to stay here. And to his credit, he just kind of went like, okay, all right. I'm not going to fight you. I'm yeah. Not gonna I fight mean, you. you're right. If you're going to pull rank here, uh-huh. I mean, I'll be subservient like I'm supposed yeah. to. And now it's time for everyone's favorite segment, the Reddit keep, AKA, Memes of the Poppy, where my sister mainly 
has aggregated several memes that she saw from either Twitter, Facebook, Reddit, yada, 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 yeah. of House of the Dragons. She's going to share them with us. Kirby, what, Lady Kirby, what do you got for us this week? All righty. <laughs> this, um, I don't have the, um, I don't know who to. Yeah, we give credit when it, there, when is, there credit is credit to give, but yeah. sometimes people steal them and then yeah. whatever you yeah. do. Happens uh, to me and my stuff all the time. Uh, I saw this on like one of my friend's Facebook pages, like, personal friends, so I'm not going to, like, shout out a name. Um, so, we got Karen from Mean Girls, and it's Allison. So, if you're Valerian, why are you white? <laughs> OMG, Allison, you can't just ask my kids why they're white. <laughs> got Rhaenyra down here. That's perfect. Two yeah. of my fandoms coming together. <laughs> Viserys making breakfast for his kids, and it's just Rhaenyra getting everything, and then there's just the the bread with the hole for Aegon, Aemond, and Helena. Hilarious. <laughs> Where is he? Where is my grandson? And what? What's that? That's from sc- Tales from the Crypt. Okay, so he's the Crypt Keeper. The Crypt Keeper. Yeah, yeah. The, the actual. You don't remember that show on Nickelodeon? Yeah, I feel like I do. My favorite episode was with uh, Bobcat Goldthwait in it. This is this one's hilarious. So we got Camilla. Dear Sir Kristen, this side piece game is no joke. You got to play the long game. Ops be testing you daily. No cap. Took me a twenty stretch to secure the bag. Will Cam X. <laughs> That's it, guys. Oh, no, 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 no. And we're going to end it with this. The people of King's Landing seeing Aegon in the window for the fifth time that day. Oh, what is it? <laughs> you, if you know, you know. If you know, yeah. you know. Yeah, thanks, guys. After that, we cut to Lena. Damon's wife is talking to her daughter. Her daughter is upset because she doesn't have a dragon. Lena tells the daughter, well, you need to, sometimes you have to like claim your right to being a rider, which is some foreshadowing. Right. That there's going to be a dragon without a rider pretty soon. Um, You told me, this was after this scene. I don't know if this happened during this, but I made a note. Corey said to remind him to tell me about Lord Grover. Oh. Uh, so I heard this, I think, on another podcast, or I heard somebody talking about it. So there's a Lord Grover. There's also about to be a Lord Elmo. No. Swear to God. And apparently one of their kids is going to be like Kermit. I was about to say, is there a, is there a Bert and, yeah. and Ernest? Uh, apparently... Uh, now, the Kermit part could have been a joke, but there is going to be, like, an Elmo or whatever. And, like, it's George R. R. Martin. Like, he really digs the Muppets. Wow. And so he's including cool. all that, which is pretty cool. Cool. I think Kermit's... Elmo and Kermit, that's maybe a bridge too far. Like, yeah, that like, might be. Like, Grover, we can all be like, all right, whatever. But, like, Elmo and Kermit? Come on, yeah. bro. I mean, I'm for it. Yeah. I'm for it, but I could see people being, like, kind of taking me out of the story here. Exactly, exactly. So, after that, we get to the King's Council meeting. I think it's interesting that Allison and Rhaenyra in there. Back, let's say, when old uh, Bobby B was king, he wasn't having women in there. Bobby B. Yeah. No, no hell no, no, he wasn't. No, and so, Rhaenyra is like... Oh, gosh. Everyone has figured out that Harwin Strong's my baby daddy. How we tried to keep it so I secret, I don't understand. Well, or everyone's obviously starting to really care, care. that he's it my matters baby daddy. Now. It matters. And Allison's obviously not letting this go. So I am going to stand up 
I'm going to swallow my pride. And I, she apologizes to Allison. She's like, you know what? There's been strife in our family. And if I've done something wrong, I sincerely apologize. To remedy this situation, I would like to propose a marriage between my son, Jaceris, which is who will be the, if it goes how it's supposed to, will be the king after Rhaenyra dies. Right. I want him to marry your daughter, Helena. So, in other words, Helena will be queen. Right. And that sounds great. And Viserys says, the most judicious proposition. <laughs> He's so happy. Everyone's getting along. He makes me want to cry. I know. And Patty plays him so He's well. He's so good. Like, I just started reading the book. They really couldn't have, I mean, I don't know if they couldn't have picked a better person to play it, but he couldn't play it any better. No, no. Because, like, you really... Even if he didn't say the words, you really understand, like, this guy just wants to have a family. He does. He does. Well, and she has this long speech. Allison basically just points out that Rhaenyra is leaking milk and just wants to kind of embarrass she's her. Like, hey, by the way, yeah. she's like, hey, So hey, then hey. she just tells her really coldly, like, well, the king and I will consider the offer, which is hilarious to me because Viserys Clearly could be like— He clearly wants to do it. He could be like, there's no considering it's happening. Yeah, right. No, this but is what we're doing. He's just— I don't know. I don't know. He's just weak. He wants to make her he happy, too. He doesn't like conflict. Viserys obviously lets Allison have a little too much control. He needs to just put his foot down. If he has a foot. Yeah. They have a scene where they're going up the stairs. Allison says, like, I'll have to basically be cold in my grave before you let something like that happen. Cut to her helping the king get comfortable in his chair. He's just... Suffering. Yeah, he's basically like Anakin Skywalker right before he turns into Darth Vader. Like, he's just kind of a shell of a person. Bring me leeches. Yeah. So, Lionel Strong walks in and is like, you know what? I need to quit. I don't need to be the hand anymore. I can't give you the best advice because... I'm compromised. I'm compromised. And Viserys isn't having it. He's like, all right, well, then I want you to speak out loud what it is. Say it. Say it Say it out loud. And Allison's just like, Mm -hmm. mm-hmm. gonna do it. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. And she's like, yeah, say it. Well, he doesn't say it. And he's like, all right, well, I mean, I'm refusing the resignation. And Lionel says, okay, well, at least let me bring Harwin to Harrenhal for a little bit. Like, he's eventually going to be the Lord of Harrenhal. Like, let me just, let me go over there. And, And the king's like, okay. Cool. That's oh, yeah. a good Lift compromise. Down, down. Oh, no problem. Take, um, take, a, take a holiday. He goes. He leaves the room. The queen leaves the room all mad, which I thought was funny because after Viserys sat back down, he's like, well, aren't you going to make me comfortable? And she just walks out. No. Yeah. And so she's walking down the hall mad. And I don't know if you noticed, but there's a, there's a little, there's a maid that kind of stops, sees that the queen is passing and then quickly turns around and runs towards the king's chambers. I did not see that. So you think there's a little something going on? And I'm sure there's an understanding there. Yeah, I doubt. but Viserys just doesn't seem like that guy. No, and maybe that maybe that maid is just trying to be. Yeah, or maybe she's just comforts him. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I mean, because that's what happened with Al. Alicent comforted him when Emma died, right. and it wasn't sexual at right. first. Right. You know. So I um, didn't notice that. Good. Good eye. Yeah, so after that, Lord Laris and um, Allison have dinner. It's another thing. I, it didn't click with me that Laris was Harwin's brother. 
Yeah, right. And she says that she misses her dad and all this. And she's just like, I just wish someone, you know, could be on my side. And she said, I just wish I had someone in King's uh, uh, Landing that was partial to me. And my dad would be partial to me. And so Laris takes that as... I'll take care of it. Yeah, right, Which in reality, right. she's not telling him to not do anything. At all. At there, all. There's no insinuation at all that she wants Laris to do anything. She's just venting to him. Right. There is no nothing. Nothing. So right after that, we cut to Laris. He is like in the dungeon with the prisoners. You see his cane and you notice the firefly vigil. Mm-hmm. He says to these prisoners like, hey, if you do this, you can be free. But, you know, whatever. So he cuts their tongues off, which is obvious, like, I own you. You can't talk. I'm also confused about how he has the power to just free prisoners. Yeah, right. I don't don't get that either. Yeah, I'm confused by that. And also why he had to cut their tongues off. I mean. Well, I guess it's just to say, like, I'll... I will I can ruin do more. you, I can and do like more. you can't talk and right. well, stuff like that. Still, yeah, they can still they can rock. Yeah. You know. We cut to Pentos, and Lena is in labor, and she the baby's not coming. Doggy style, by the way, <laughs> she has the baby doggy and style. By the way, that is very common for women to yeah. do. Yeah. Okay, not Fair. in the hospital because doctors usually don't vibe that way, but in home births and stuff like that, it's Fair. very common. I'm, I'm sure it is. It's just I've never seen it portrayed. So as soon as I've seen, I, I know like, oh, another wow, cool yeah. thing. Yeah, right. Another cool thing. So the baby's not coming. The um, Maester, I guess it's a maester, goes up to Damon and is like, you know, it's not working. The baby's not coming. The only thing I could think to do is to cut her open. And Damon says, will the mother live? In other words, like, kind of a little. I'm in the same situation. Which that Viserys was, but I'm, I wouldn't, if I have to choose, I want, I want my wife to live. Yeah, right. You know. And he's like, no, she won't live. So, Lena is like... Clearly in a lot of pain. Clearly in a lot of pain. We cut to her walking up on the beach. Is it a beach kind of area? It's a beach. It looks like a beach. And she's got Vagar out there. That's her dragon, who, by the way, out of all the dragons, he is the biggest dragon. Out of I thought all Vagar of was a girl. Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Do not misgender a dragon on this show. I won't. I, it's even better that it's a girl. Of course. So, Vagar is out there. She is the largest dragon in all of Westeros. And we're like, is she just wanting to like see her dragon? Or is she just thinking I'm going to die, so I want to ride my dragon one last time? Because earlier in the episode, she said, I want to die dragon rider's death. Did she know she was going to die, though? Yes, okay. she knew. I didn't know she that. Knew. I thought she was just but, in a lot of pain. I mean, I kind of thought like she could say at least take try the baby. Take, yeah, at least try. Yeah, I mean, come on. But I don't know if, like, she knew more than likely the baby wasn't going to live. Whatever. Well, all of a sudden, she says weekly, Dracarys. And I'm like, nuh-uh, oh, you did not. Yeah. Like, nuh-uh. Like, you're not telling poor Vagar to burn you. And Vagar just oh, has this look in her eyes like, no. I no. Like, uh-uh. She says it a couple more times. You see Damon walk out, and he sees her. And he's, like, on, like, a little balcony situation, looking down, sees her, and she just screams, Dracarys. And the look in the dragon's eye is pitiful. And he It's like just, Harry and the he, Hendersons. Yeah. She burns Lena alive. She wanted to go out a dragon rider's death. So, peace out, Lena. 
Very, very sad. Is that a Dragon Rider's death? I didn't know a Dragon Rider's death was to be burned alive. I, thought I it'd guess be like that's I guess that's just an honorable like sacrifice yeah, or right. something. Well, we uh, cut back to King's Landing. Harwin is telling his kids and Rhaenyra bye. Rhaenyra has like there's just sadness there. He he says, I'll promise I'll be back. He leaves and then their son, Jace, asks Rhaenyra, like, is he that's my a normal dad? name, Jace? Well, just Saris. Yeah, right. Jace for short. Yeah. And he asked his mom, like, is that my dad? Am I a bastard? And she's like, you're a Targaryen. That's all that matters. Yeah, right. You know. So she's holding back the tears. It's, you know, it's sweet. And she tells Jace, y'all can send ravens. It'll be fun. Which, there's ravens now. Right, yeah. First mention of ravens, and, if, yeah, to my knowledge. Fir- to my knowledge, it's the first mention of ravens. Because remember, you know, in the Stepstones, that one guy just had to take that paper <laughs> yeah. and then got the crap beat out of it by yeah. Damon. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's so, so sad. Rhaenyra ends up, Lanor's play fighting, not nighting, nighting, with his boyfriend. And I, we don't know his name yet, I don't think. Um, uh, Carl. Okay, Carl. And with a Q. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Coral. 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 Yeah, it's like Coral. 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 Yeah. So she says to him, like, we got to go to Dragonstone. And she looks at him like, we'll need all the swords we can get. Yeah, bring so, him. So bring, bring your bring boyfriend. Call. Yeah. And like I said, what an ally. Oh, an absolute ally. Absolute. The Dolly Parton of Westeros. Yes. An L- LGBTQ yeah. queen. Yeah. She just, I mean, you know. She loves him. She wants him to be happy. Cut to Harwin and Lionel and I guess some of their banner men or something yeah. riding to Harrenhal. And you then, right after that, you see in like a little Kermit cape, <laughs> yeah. you see one of um, the tongueless guys there. And it's obvious that he's going to do something. And then you see the Firefly Vigil. Mm-hmm. In other words... I am Team Laris. Yeah. I'm wearing the Firefly. Uh, yeah. Like, I'm on that team. And you're like, okay, well, something's going to be bad. Right after that, Heron Hall burns down mm-hmm. with Lionel and Harwin Strong in there. And their doors completely yeah. bolted shut, which I don't know how they got in there to do that. I don't, yeah, I don't know either. Without, you know, the chief commander of the city watch not noticing you'd think that exactly exactly and maybe he like somehow drugged him i don't know but they burn alive it's pitiful rhaenyra doesn't know about it yet and so she shows up to dragonstone like i'm gonna live my life cut to viserys and his four strands of hair. <laughs> Just hanging on for it. Looks like Charlie Brown's Christmas tree. Looks like on SpongeBob, the little dried up plankton looking thing. <laughs> you know? And he, you looked out and I, and I didn't realize this. I saw it um, on Facebook. He has Emma's ring. Uh-huh. And he kisses it. And he's heartbroken. He's going to miss Rhaenyra. Right. His baby, you yeah. know, like it's pretty obvious to me. It's the only thing he has left of Emma. Yeah, it's and like it's pretty obvious to me that Rhaenyra is the favorite because back in the fighting scene when Aegon says, "How dare he um, talking about Harwin Strong put his hands on me?" The king is on Harwin Strong's of side. He's, he's like, "Aegon, chill." Yeah, hey, bro, he's doing the right like, thing. Yeah, chill. Then a rat runs across the fireplace mantle, and he rat. has a weird look on his face, and that has to be foreshadowing. And I'm uh, sure, all like, the- there's a rat in my regime, or yeah, yeah, something. There, there has to be foreshadowing, and I'm sure, like, if you've read the books, I'm sure it was perfectly clear. But you know, it's you're reading the books right now. I am out on nothing about a rat, though. Yeah, yeah. I've been reading it. I've been reading it audiobook style in the park, and it is possible. 
that I've missed some stuff. Well, sometimes I'm just like vibing in the did trees. Did the book start at this time or is it before? There's before. There's a bit like the prologue, which in classic George R. R. Martin fashion, in the the prologue in the audiobooks takes an hour and twenty minutes to mm-hmm. get through, mm-hmm. and it's talking about old stuff and like sort of setting up old Valeria and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, it takes a while to even get to. Viserys and Rhaenyra. Okay. Well, cut to the queen and Laris having their little dinner, their besties. She comes in and she's just like clearly upset. Right. Like, oh my gosh. Because I mean, bro, she, did you hear? Because she is a bitch, but she's not a completely evil. Yeah, right. Yeah, like she's not a sadistic person. She's just a regular she's, bitchy woman. Yeah, like. she's just like, oh my gosh. They died, like Harwin Strong and Lionel died. And Laris is like, Queen makes a wish, baby. Yeah, right. I got you. And she's you said, like. She's like Polly Walnuts and the Sopranos. What? You said take care of it, huh? Yeah. I took care of it. Yeah. She's like, I never said that. And then Laris says, I assume you're going to write to your father. Mm-hmm. But we want Otto Hightower back. back right. When continue. We want Otto Hightower back. And she realizes Oh my gosh, he killed his brother and his dad just so we could get Otto Hightower back and so he could be Lord of Harrenhal. What a power play. What a power play. What an evil person. Right. The only person I can think of that would do that would be, well, Littlefinger. Ra- Ramsey Bolton. Ramsey Bolton for sure. Oh, I, he, oh God. I, hate I, I know. Ramsey was worse than Joffrey, in my yeah. opinion. Oh, yeah, he was totally. And, and that was the end of the episode. Yeah, no, he's totally worse than Joffrey. Joffrey. But it's also their evilness is rooted in their insecurities, which sure. that, I think that's most evil people. Absolutely. They were, you know, made fun of as a child or, you know, they had sadistic parents that, you know, made fun of them and stuff right. like that. But, yeah, the only person that I could think of that is that evil, that evil is Ramsey Bolton. 100%. Tremendous, tremendous episode. I give it five dragons. It's also setting up next week's episode, which is going to be a uh, a very action-packed, yeah. action-heavy. Matter yeah. of fact, I, I heard that the guy who's directing next week's episode was the director of the Battle of Bastards. Oh, that's all I needed to know. Yeah, right. So I don't know wow. if that means it's going to be exactly like that, but they called him in for a reason. Yeah, one thing, I don't know, if, if you watch the preview for next week, you notice that Renice and Corliss will be back, obviously, for their daughter's funeral. Right. I don't know it, how much they're going to play into the show, if this may, if this brings them back into the show where they're going to be full-time. I mean, I hope so, because, I mean, they're awesome. Right. You know, I feel like we're going to see them their true feelings about the fact that Rhaenyra's kids aren't actually their blood relation. Right. I, I just have a feeling. Right. I mean, maybe they won't care. I feel Renice might not care that much. Corliss definitely will. Oh, I mean 100%. he was all like all, I want the kids thing. to take my last name. Yeah, that's you know? his whole thing. There's a scene where Rhaenyra like oh no, Allison gets a knife and obviously is trying to get Rhaenyra. It's there's some intense stuff. It's going to be Otto Hightower comes back too. He sure does. Otto Hightower and the Sea Snake. Going to see them both on next week's episode of House of the Dragon. And we'll be talking about it on next week's episode of Little House of the Dragon. Thank y'all so much for liking, downloading, subscribing, telling all your friends, giving the putting on airs. 
a five-star review. Again, the best thing you can do is tell your friends. If they like House of the Dragon, they'll probably like this show because they're your friends and they probably have similar tastes. You, yeah. you get it. You get it. So I have been Lord Corey Ryan Forrester. Lady Kirbyaski, first of her name. And also, you could have gotten this episode early and ad-free if you subscribe at parttimefunnyman.com, which is where I'm going to be spending a lot of my time in the next couple of years because I'm having a child mm-hmm. and I'm going to stay at home with it. So check that out. And if you can't afford it, uh, it's $5 a month. But if you can't afford it, just email buttercreamcory at gmail.com and I will take care of you. No questions asked. We love you. And as always, stay fancy. Bye, guys.